0: Welcome to Dustin'sTravels.com, your home to fun, exciting travel adventures. And now your host, Dustin Saidi.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about Pamplona's Running of the Bulls, one of the most epic experiences ever.
0: Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, I, we love Pamplona. We did this... Towards the end of our trip in Spain and we were there for two nights and it was a wonderful experience being part of this old tradition in, in this part of Spain.
1: So let's let's dive right into the history of it as you said. Mm-hmm. So Pamplona, Pamplona is actually a city during the day has, and it's, it's actually quite a big city. Yeah. Um, the Running of the Bulls Festival, which is the most famous part of Pamplona, takes place in the old city. Right,
0: because Pamplona is very big and it has expanded through time. So the old part of town is sort of like up in a hill almost. And then the city started to expand through, through time, right? So the festival, the big party of the Running of the Bulls takes place in that old part of town.
1: And what actually it started as, bullfighting has been a tradition in Spain right. for many, many hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Um, and what they used to do was to move the bulls. They wanted to move them from basically their bullpen mm-hmm. all the way to the bullfighting stadium. So what they would do is they would open the gate and let the bulls run through the streets of Pamplona to get from one end to the other. It's right. about a half mile run. Um, And then people started to run with the bulls after a while. Mm -hmm. And this was illegal. They weren't allowed to do that, but they did it anyway. And then eventually, this started to become a tradition. And they Mm -hmm. let people actually do this bull run. Right, right.
0: Yeah, so it's very interesting how it started. You know, something that was not supposed to, meant to be happening. And now there's a big, you know, party where internationals come from, you know, everywhere and partake in this you know, kind of like illegal activity that was meant, you know, not to happen back in the day.
1: But now it's like a huge thing. Um, So, yeah, there's two components to this festival. First of all, it's called the St. Fermin Festival. Yeah,
0: not everyone knows that. They just know it as running of the bull. But it, it is in honor of a saint in Pamplona.
1: So the festival takes place every single year from July 7th through July 14th. Um, It's always on those dates, no matter if it's a weekend or not a weekend. Mm-hmm. It's always on those dates when you're visiting. Um,
0: yeah, and then something very interesting, and if you go there, you definitely want to do this, is to wear the traditional colors, which is white and red. So people will dress in white, white pants or white shorts and a white shirt and then a red bandana over their neck. And when we got to the city, everyone was wearing these traditional colors. We weren't. Because we were coming uh, from... San Sebastian. San Sebastian. Um, but as soon as we got to our place, we changed. And, you know, just, you just feel good about yourself, right? Like, being part of the community.
1: Yeah, that, and literally everybody. It's not like half of them or 60%. Like, everybody has the white shirt, white mm-hmm. pants, and the red yeah. um, scarf.
0: And if you see different colors, for example, blue. Because some people had the, the blue um, scarf. That's because they are associated with some type of community that participates in, in the running of the Bulls. They have like different, what are they, like factions or different parties that are associated with the festival. And you will, you will see them parading and marching with, with a band. And it's really fun to see how united they are with that. You know, intimate community they create.
1: Yeah, so to, there's sort of two components of this. One is the giant festival party that happens, mm-hmm. and the other is the fest, the activities with the bulls. So yeah, let's talk about the the partying component. Okay. So when you go, it it's literally a twenty four seven party. Yeah. And you'll be walking around, and there will be. People parading everywhere, but then there's people like playing music, like bands, literally bands waving these giant banners and giant flags, because like you said, they're part of some faction or some family or some group who's there and they're representing themselves. And there's right. literally dozens of them in a group.
0: Yeah. And then there's just the people partying and, you know, kind of like hippies playing their own little music on the side. Um, So there's a little bit of everything going on. Uh, Bars are open 24-7 pretty much. The food is not the best, but I think that's just because they have to feed thousands of people, so they do like the quickest thing, right? So something like um bocadillos, which is kind of like a sandwich, like a cheese sandwich or a ham sandwich or pizzas, um so something very quick to grab.
1: Right. And um how, so how long do you think people should So when should they go during the, the time? Because when, we, when I did research, we actually were planning on going opening weekend. Yeah. And there's this huge opening ceremony, which is, I've heard is amazing. But we decided not to go that weekend because it's actually even more crowded than right. later. So if, especially if you want to run, we've heard that you should not go opening weekend if you want to run with the bulls. But then even later on, you should probably not the best idea to yeah. go opening weekend because it's just that much more crowded. Yeah. So try and, to go a couple of days later. And
0: something that we learn... At- you know, makes a lot of sense. We just hadn't really thought about it. That is that the most dangerous aspect actually is other people around you because you cannot control them, right? Yeah. Um, you can sort of like escape or, you know, go your own way, but you don't know there's going to be a mob there, right? So even when we were there after the opening weekend, it was just still pretty packed, right? Just to even find a place to sit and watch. Um. So I cannot imagine how much more during the opening weekend. So for sure there, uh, go there after the opening weekend. Maybe hopefully even during the week, right? Like a Wednesday, Tuesday exactly. or something like
1: that. Yeah, we were there on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, which was perfect. Um, also, the it was weird because there's it's considered this huge party festival, but I didn't see any fights. I didn't see acts of aggression. I, yeah. just, I felt everybody was there as a big family. Yeah. And you saw parents with their little kids literally at two in the morning yeah. like going around you saw people dancing you know right. dancing on at the bars uh there's old people like really right. really right. old people grandmas grandpas there and in, in wheelchairs right um everybody was there yeah. and you didn't feel like anybody you know i didn't feel like anybody was out of place there it just, right. just felt like a big family
0: yeah and i think that's part of the beauty of this tradition right where it's passed on to different generations and different types of people and they welcome everyone, um, which is something very delicate, I think, in the Basque country where they consider themselves another country, right? They're not part of Spain. But here, at least for this festival, I felt a sense of community. You do see some revolutionary you know, statements here and there about the running of the bulls or tourists, you know, and such and such. But I think overall, people were very united, very excited to be there. Um, like you said, regardless of their age, I met I met a family who was there. Um, the it was a lady with her parents and then her children. And they were just talking about um, the different components of it and how passionate they are about sharing that history with with strangers. Um, so you definitely get a sense of, of that community feel.
1: All right. So let's talk about where to stay when you're there. So when I was looking up different options, you see some Airbnbs maybe outside the old yeah. town. And then there's ways to stay inside the old town. Right. Um. I don't recommend you stay outside the old town. No, not at all. Because it's, you can't drive into the old town. It's, it's actually quite, it's a journey to try to get in there. Um, yeah. You'd have to kind of take a car or something outside and then do this long yeah. walk. Also, you'd miss a lot of the activities if yeah. you have to leave at night and go somewhere and then right. come back in the morning. That's going to add extra time, which you probably, it's yeah. better to be spent sleeping.
0: Right. No, for, and I mean, it's just such a beautiful part of town. You know, that medieval sort of like enchantment that it has, right? The, the cobblestones and everything. So I think you definitely want to be part of that. Um, so if you know that you want to go to this part of town at this point of time, definitely look into accommodations with enough time so that you don't get them super expensive and obviously so that you're able to have choices um, of where to stay.
1: Yeah, and so there's not really Airbnbs or anything like that, even really hotels. I think there are maybe a few hotels. No, there are hotels,
0: there. but Airbnb, very limited.
1: Yeah, so either try to get a hotel or they have these uh, places you can book online. We could book a balcony viewing of the Running of the Bulls and a room to stay in. Um, we booked it with this, with this, uh, company. On, well, I don't know if it was a company, it was a guy online. Um, and everything was legit. Just the room was probably not the cleanest. I and mean, if yeah. you're, if you're, if we were a young, a young 20 single dude who, you know, used to the fraternity life, um, <laughs> which was me about 15 years ago, um, then it would have been okay. But sort of, if you're like married and, and whatnot. The room was pretty grubby for like, you know, Yeah, to- and
0: I think part of the reason was that, This is very sort of like under the table, Um, you know, pay cash to this guy and everything. And uh, he's he was a great host and everything. He he was been he had been there for, what, 30, 40 years in Pamplona or something like that. Uh, But he just has like these teenagers or young 20 year olds working for him. And, you know, it's just, you know, that kind of like culture that you encounter in in Europe when you're traveling and these kids are living there for free or working for free um
1: yeah they don't do the best job yeah he has these yeah these these 20 year olds who who want to party he just lets them live there for free he says just show these people in i don't even think he tells them to clean the sheets because they don't really clean the sheets and he's this like old guy it's kind (laughs) of like this uh like the whole little mob organization yeah yeah. all legitimate you get what you need and get what you want but um yeah. yeah
0: and you're not there to sleep right you're there to party and see the the festival but still something to be aware
1: of. Yeah. Um, all right. What was I going to say? Um, oh, it is pretty expensive to stay there. Um, the later you wait, the more expensive it probably will get. So make sure that you book it early. And I mean at least four to five months early, especially yeah. if you want a room and you want to, to like watch we'll get to how to watch the running of the bulls but it's not that easy to watch you really got to plan ahead for that you can't just roll in the day of and expect to watch running of the bulls you really got to um book that ahead of time for the most part um so we spent how much did we spend i don't remember A
0: couple hundred
1: why don't i have this here Okay, anyway, we yeah, it was definitely several hundred dollars to get the room and the balcony. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I think about $600, by far one of the more expensive places right. to go. And again, uh, that's Spain.
0: because the festival's going on at this time. Yeah. If you're going to be in Pamplona and the running of the bulls is not happening, it's probably going to be cheaper, much cheaper than that.
1: Exactly. But we
0: did get that balcony, which I, I think was worth it because you get a good view and that's your spot. Um and it's not crowded, right?
1: Yeah, and I'm looking, actually, we spent $800 for two nights for both of us and a balcony viewing of the Running of the Bulls, which was, which was pretty cool. Um, all right, so where to stay? By the way, the guy's name that we stayed with, his name is Gray Galloway. He's good if you want to go ahead and book a uh, balcony. If you want a room, I would probably try to get you know a legitimate hotel, depending on your age and when you're going. Uh, if you want to hit upgrade, you can email them. It's PamplonaExperts at hotmail.com. PamplonaExperts at hotmail.com. All right, so tch, 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 let me see what else we want to talk about. Oh, how to get to Pamplona. So, not easy to get there during the festival. Um, we took a train. If you take a train, it's great. You probably don't need to drive, um, but train is fine. We took a train from San Sebastian. Trains within Spain are super interconnected, so no matter where you are, you could probably find a train into Pamplona, and it's totally fine to get in that way. And then the actual festival is about a 20-minute walk from the um, train station.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, best way, let's go into the bull run then, shall we?
0: Yes, definitely.
1: So there's different ways to experience the running of the bulls. So the running of the bulls happens every single morning at 8 a.m., it lasts two minutes. The yeah. bulls are done in two minutes. Super it's a hunk. half mile run. Um, if you want to watch the running of the bulls, there's basically four ways to do it. Mm-hmm. One is you can get a balcony, and there's what the balconies are is actually these people's homes, and they basically rent out their homes or they leave the homes their homes for a week and let other people rent it out, and you can go to the balcony, you can view the running of the bulls happening. Really, from a prime spot from above where you can see everything. Um, really, it's a prime spot to be able to watch that. Second way, and it, but it's also the most expensive. It'll run you about uh, two hundred dollars or so, maybe a hundred dollars per person, hundred twenty per person, depending on where you are on the track. Yeah. Now, if you're gonna do the balcony, I I honestly think probably we had the best balcony there was. We mm-hmm. we were on the yeah. what's called Dead Man's Curve or Dead Man's Corner. And we could see people coming in to Dead Man's Corner and going around Dead Man's Corner. And yeah. what Dead Man's Corner is, is this 90 degree turn. And the reason they call it Dead Man's Corner, because the bulls sometimes slip around yeah. this corner. And the runners, if they're trapped on the outside, the bulls will often slip or trip into them. And we did actually, we saw a yeah. bull trip onto a guy and almost stepped on his head. Um, so so that's a great spot to watch it because you, could, you sort of get two angles. Right. Um, even when you're on the balcony, you're... The bulls come by and quick, go quickly, quick. Like, yeah. you literally got a good 10 seconds of action. Yeah. And then that's it, just so you know. So don't don't think it's like, you know, a sporting event where you'll be there for three hours because right. it's pretty quick.
0: Right. Also, you know, I think everyone's taking videos or pictures of of this moment. I would also say, you know, make sure that you are also seeing it with your own eyes and not through your phone. Um, you know, you pay so much money. I think it's it's... It's so valuable to see it with your eyes and be present mentally, you know? So yes, of course, take pictures and video, but make sure that you're also present in that moment of extreme euphoria.
1: Yeah, and that, that's a great way to describe it, euphoria, because it is. And I think um, that's why I think you, should, you guys should spend more than mm-hmm. a few days there, yeah. because the more you watch it, the more you sort of appreciate, connect yeah. and appreciate like yeah. what's going on and what the runners are doing and why, more importantly, they're doing what they're doing. Right. Um, second place to watch the run is in the stadium. So at the, the run starts from the, the pens where they release these bulls and they run all into a stadium. That is an amazing place to watch it. So I'd recommend one day watch it on yeah. the balcony, next day watch it in the stadium. In the stadium, basically you have thousands of people there all gathered together and they have a big screen TV where they're showing the entire bull run from start to finish. And you just have thousands of people just holding mm-hmm. their breath for two minutes as yeah. they watch the the run on the big screen. And then you see, as they're on the big screen, then you look down and you see the Bulls and the people flooding into the stadium yeah. where you are, right,
0: right, uh, right,
1: which is really, really exciting. Yeah.
0: yeah, and try to make sure that you get there a little early so that you get good seats um, because it does get really packed. The stadium is also a very popular place to go watch, you know, kind of like the finale of the running. Um, so it's definitely something... Definitely to check out um, as one of the events that you see.
1: Yeah, and Balcony, you definitely want to book months and months ahead of time. The stadium, you could book it the, the day, day before. The day
0: before. That's what we did.
1: And it's, I think, five or ten bucks.
0: Yeah, it was really cheap.
1: Yeah, and it's a great place to watch it. And what's kind of cool is that after the bull run is done, they release these steers. Where I think they put um, things into they the cover
0: horns. The, they cover the, the horns, horns for sure.
1: But they release these steers into the arena and then the steers just start running at people, and people are trying to jump out of the way. Um, not if you're, like, if you're a spectator, you're fine, you're safe, but right. some people want to have that experience, yeah. so they'll run at the steer and then run away, and these steers just literally yeah, rock and Some of them people. are
0: really violent.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just throw people around, but, yeah. so, you know, people get the rush out of it. Right. But you you can only experience that if you're in the stadium. Exactly. You do not see that if you are on Outside, a balcony. Yeah. So that's why it's good to spend a second yeah. day there.
0: So Something to know as well is that they do have the actual, like, matador spectacle which i didn't feel comfortable watching on vegetarian you know the whole animal rights and all that stuff and it's really gory and really violent and you know like i said in a previous episode really sad for us as americans to see this um going on so that's why we decided to watch the other event
1: well Um, yeah so the third thing to do yeah, um, yeah, and let, let's actually talk more about that in a minute too. I, I want definitely want to get into that. So the third thing, um, third place to watch the bull run is on the side of the run, basically. There's these barriers that they'll put up and you can go and you sit on the barriers and watch it. This is probably the least best experience to do it because you A, don't have a good view because you're at street level. You have to get there super early, probably by 6 a.m. to even have a shot because th- there's only a few... Um, seats there that people can climb onto these barriers to watch. It's not the most comfortable seats by any means. Um, if you're going to do that, make sure you sit on the outer barrier. There's sort of two barriers there. Sit on the outer one, not the inner one, because the police will come in and clear everybody out of the inner barrier. The inner barrier is more for photographers and also for the runners to duck away from the bulls uh, when the bulls are coming by. So do sit on the outer barrier. Not the greatest way to see the run, uh, but it is a possibility. And then the fourth way is to experience the run by running yourself. Um, and there's really different ways you could do that. You could be one of the more adventurous ones and actually try to run next to the bulls. Or you could be a little more safe and just sort of hang out on the side. Yeah. And, um, you know, most people are safe every time. Every There are always some injuries like bumps and bruises. Um, it's rare for a person to die during the running of the bulls. It has happened in the past, but it's it's. I think the last time it was 2013. Um, but it is very rare for that to happen. Um, if you are going to run, you do need to get there early and you need to go to the start of the track. You don't need to be sober. Yeah, so they, what they'll do is the police will check you. Uh, make sure you're sober, they'll pat you down. You're not allowed to bring any cameras. You can't strap GoPros onto you. Um, they will check that and they'll find you and they'll kick you out if they find that. Um, so, so yeah, uh, if you want to get there early, go to the front. We saw some people kind of lining up in the middle of the track, and they had no idea, but the police would come and kick them out, and the police did kick them out, and then they have to go, and uh, by that time, a lot of the city gets closed off, so sometimes they don't even make it to be able to run. So go to the very front of the track. Get there super early, uh, at least by, by 7 a.m., probably at the latest, and don't have anything in your pockets except for maybe keys. Be sober, and... Be ready to run, but understand that there's no liability waiver. There's no warning. This is not yeah. like an American thing where, the, where it's safe, but you've got, well, you got to sign a waiver. This is complete, at your own risk. completely yeah. do at your own risk, and it, it can be dangerous. For sure. Um, uh, and we, we did see that. Like, it's, it's unpredictable um, what can happen. What the most dangerous part about the bull runs is when the bull... They'll run in packs, but sometimes one bull will slip or they get separated or whatever. When the bulls get separated, that's when it's most dangerous because they get confused and then they just start trying to attack anybody who's near them. Um, So that's when it can be dangerous. If you're gonna do a bull run, I highly recommend you pay to do a walk of the track by a professional beforehand and let them tell you how to do the bull run. Don't just do it blindly. I know gray that from the email i sent before they do do some walks of the track it's 50 euros so i mean we didn't do it because we weren't planning on running Uh, but if you're gonna run it's it's a good investment not only to kind of see the track and learn but also it could be important for your life like one of the main things that you should do for example if you fall which a lot of people do fall is if you fall you should stay down cover your head and stay down don't just try to jump up real quick that's actually how the person died in 2013 they tried to jump they fell in front of a bull, tried to jump up real quick, not knowing that the bull's vision is based on movement, kind of like the Jurassic Park T-Rex. Um, so it's based on movement. When you try to get up, yeah. that's when the bulls decide to strike him. Right. Um, normally, the bulls will, if you fall down, the bulls will jump over you for the most part, um, but don't get up in front of it. So that's one of like, many different rules and things to follow uh, if you do plan on running. So make sure you do your research before you do the run. Don't just like, show up there. All right, let's talk about the what you're talking about, the bullfighting.
0: Yeah, so Spain, you know, has a lot of old traditions, right? And there is a lot of division amongst the population in Spain. So some people, especially the older generations, because they grew up with it, uh, love the running of the bulls. It's really ingrained in their culture and who they are. However, you see a lot of more younger generation um, kids sort of protesting and being against, being opposed to the running of the bull, especially because of the violence that it um, uh, has on on the animals, right? Um, I mean, there's this feeling when you're watching it, like it it is a type of torture to have these innocent animals running with so many people sort of antagonizing them, right? Um, But then, of course, the, the... the worst one, I think, is when they actually have the matador killing the 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 bull on the arena.
1: Yeah, so they have different events there. One is the bull run at 8 a.m. Um, and then throughout the day, they'll have different other things. One is a bull fight, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, the height of animal cruelty. The bull run, you know, if, if you're a hardcore an, um, animal rights activist, you're not going to like any of this at right. all. The bull run is not as bad. I mean, this is from my perspective. I'm obviously not the bull, but obviously the bull fighting is is really the worst. That's when they antagonize the bull. It's when they kill the bull. in sort of this slow, tortuous way. Um, and then there's there's um, what other event was there? Oh, so so talk about the bull fighting. Yeah, do you want to talk about it?
0: Yeah. So in the arena, where when the matador comes out, um, you you probably have seen this, right? He comes out with a red sort of like rug, or I don't know what it is, you know, um, and just starts to attract the bull, not not because of the color, but more so because of the movement, and starts to pin these sort of like small swords on his back, I don't know what they're called, um, until he kills the, the bull, right? And that can sometimes take a long time. And it could be really heavy on the audience. Even for Spaniards, they don't like it when it lasts a long time. Um, That's considered very... Unartistic, maybe because they they do believe there's an art to it, so you know you don't want to prolong it too for too much, um, yeah. And I I've met people who who were watching it and are not Spaniards, and they had to leave in the middle of it because it just couldn't take it. You know, it's it's really bloody. Actually, you see videos or you see pictures, or if you're there, you'll see it. The bull trying to escape the arena, which is really sad to see that how they're trying to leave. You know, they they don't want to be in this antagonistic activity right um and so there's a lot of movement against this practice in spain and calling it you know um it's torture not culture uh so it's really interesting to see that point of view even amongst the spanish population
1: yeah we would see graffiti signs painted on a lot of different places in protest to the to the whole festival yeah
0: Um, and that's something important to know that not everyone in spain or in pamplona loves this tradition right a lot of people actually don't even go or don't even turn on the tv because they just don't care about it kind of like carnival in rio de janeiro right not everyone's gonna love all the noise and all the partying going on
1: yeah and we we made a concerted effort and i actually didn't know i was like hey Mm -hmm. should we go to a bullfight and you're the one who sort of educated me about that this is like animal cruelty it's like a slow tortuous death so we made a concerted effort when we're there not to go um they do a show it on tvs and i remember Mm -hmm. where i was walking somewhere and i and I saw caught a glimpse of it on TV maybe just 10 seconds or something and I saw you know these matadors like all surrounding this bull and the bull bull was just there and bulls are very peaceful animals actually Mm -hmm. they're not violent aggressive like angry animals they're very peaceful and I remember the bull just looking at the matadors and then it just turned the other way and ran and tried to jump over the barrier to get out but it couldn't because it was too high and like it was just really sad to see like this innocent animal that's doesn't want to fight and just doesn't want to do it just wants to do its own thing and live and be peaceful and they're like antagonizing it and eventually killing it right and it it really it broke my heart actually to watch that. yeah
0: yeah and you were not even there in person right you can imagine how you feel being there but you know people have different perspectives and there's movements going on uh to try to end this and it actually ended in many parts of spain um so, yeah, something to know about what's going on politically behind this tradition.
1: And one thing we did want to watch, though, and this is something new that they have there, it looks like, it's it's this acrobatic bullfighting. Yeah. So rather than them stabbing the bull and, and killing the bull, they have these acrobatics people who are there that will they'll still, still sort of play with the bull and the bull will charge them, but they'll jump over the bull. They'll right do backflips back over mm-hmm. the bull. Like That looked really fun, yeah. really cool.
0: It's like an alternative bullfighting um event however we didn't get to see it because i think it was the night before or the day before um but definitely something to check out i mean it's something i think arising in the last couple years um so something interesting to look into if you're gonna be there around this time
1: yeah and we had we had been done some research and we sort of found something that looked like it but i couldn't figure out the dates um, unfortunately, so we did try to find the dates, but we couldn't until we got there because yeah. I did want to sort of plan our Pamplona trip around that, but we weren't able to find it um, beforehand. And I did find it, the website, so I will tell you guys. I'm actually let me look it up right now, and I'll tell you at the end of the episode um, what that website was. But that would that should tell you hopefully the schedule of when the acrobatic bullfights were. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna go, that would be a cool thing to watch. Yeah. Try to plan it around then.
0: Yeah.
1: When oh, is- and one last thing is. I just, just my reflection on that whole experience was, it was just, it was pretty, you know, life-changing in a way to see how people were so um, viewed this as a spiritual experience. Like we met a guy who was from Ireland, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, He had just got out of a nasty divorce. Um, He left Ireland. He came to Pamplona and he met some people there and Mm -hmm. they basically formed this family around, around the bull runs. And they run together they they've been doing it for over 10 years now and he says it's this it's a therapeutic thing for him it's this like divine experience for him this way to sort of connect with the soul this feeling he can't get anywhere else and right. him with his with his friends they all run together and they share stories mm-hmm. and he showed us pictures of him have he's been hit by bulls he's been gored he was bloody yeah. um he's been injured in different are- arenas mm-hmm. um but he still does it and he keeps on doing it and it sort of gave me this different perspective yeah. on the entire experience
0: right. and i would say you know when you're traveling try to connect with people you know fellow travelers or local people because they really add so much value to your traveling experience right you kind of have to like come out of your shell and be social um but it's you know, it's this other layer that you get when you're traveling, when you connect with people and hear their perspective, hear where they come from and the stories that they have to share. And it's so just really powerful, you know, connecting to that human experience from different points of view. Um, so, yeah, when you're traveling, try to connect with as many people as you can. Um, in Pamplona, for example, you know, we get to see these people running with the bulls who come from all over the world. Um, but also these people who live there and have been experiencing this for generations with their gra- grandparents and now with their kids. Uh, so it's really beautiful to experience. And then another thing that happens too is that they have these sort of um, like giant dolls parading through the streets. And they represent, I believe they represent different parts of the world. Yeah. Um And yeah, they're kind of like dancing and people are just cheering for them. Then you also have these other um, like musical events. So you have live music going on, a lot of dancing on the streets. Um, And then at night, we were able to see a fireworks show. Mm,
1: I forgot to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, it's just not like the running of the bulls. There's really all these other events that are part of um, this tradition.
1: Yeah, so it's a it's a really is a rich cultural experience that it's like no other in the world. Okay, so I did find the website for the acrobatic bulls. It's Feria, Feria. del Toro dot com. F e r i a d e l t o r o com. That's the website. At least I found uh, there that sort of hinted they would talk about the acrobatic bullfighting i couldn't find anything else anywhere else um so that's the best information i can give to you on that any final thoughts
0: um yeah i would say if you can go to spain around this time it's definitely worth it it's a life-changing experience um it just enlightens you on something that you probably don't know much about and connecting with people who have been doing it for a long time or with locals it just really adds so much value to your traveling experience
1: absolutely so thank you so much for listening good night thank you so much for listening to that episode if you want to get some visuals on what we're talking about please follow us at our instagram page at dustins travels d-u-s-t-i-n-s travels, T-R-A-V-E-L-S, both plural, Dustin's Travels on Instagram. We would love for you to follow us, connect with us, and uh, see some of the pictures and videos that we have from our travels. Thanks so much, and we will see you there.